listening to the Stupidity in Your Ear podcast. Here comes the stupid. Welcome back to Stupidity in Your Ear. It's your boy, Adam Zapple, and clear glasses in here. Um, I just want to apologize to the audience because today I feel like I became one of the least desirable people in the world. Mm. I gave a presentation uh, on a case study of Amazon's Alexa and there was this moment where I was standing there talking to three business PhD people and I heard myself talking about the GDP and the environmental analysis and the customer support and the, I would, and, and, and I basically hate myself. So that's the conclusion of that terribly told story because I didn't really know what I was going to say when we started this podcast. Intro was interesting. Um, so are you Adam's apple? Cause I've given myself that nickname several times before, but you also said clear glasses and I'm the only one here that wears glasses. Um, uh, I really don't know. I have no idea what happened. Uh, you're so much better at the intros than me. <laughs> Welcome back ear holes. It is a stupid day here in the podcast region. And we'd like to welcome you guys back to the podcast. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing really good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. So tell me about this presentation. You were giving just a basic presentation about Alexa. Yeah, essentially we did. A Wait, case- so you were like, so you're like, hey Alexa. Yeah, right. I was like, hey Alexa, give me a research on you. And so you were like, hey Alexa, uh-huh. play Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, yes, I, I happen to love that song so much. I think it is the crowning achievement of music and the music industry as a whole. I actually kind of like it a little bit. I mean, it's not good, but I find it enjoyable to listen to sometimes. Calvin, Calvin, th- our friendship is on the line here. You can't, you cannot be, you have to be in the world, not of the world. Okay. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> You cannot have allegiance both to Lil Nas X and Sam. So, well, here's the thing. I think I probably would pick Lil Nas X because of how it affects, you know, the people around you, you know? He's got the horses in the back. I got the horses in the back. I'm uh, town That's a good podcast. Just uh, sing. <laughs> Anyway, you were uh, giving a presentation, but yeah. but why was this? Why were you giving a presentation about Alexa? That was what we have to do for the past three weeks. It's like this case study thing with a group project. And um, it was just so boring. Like some people love talking about the benefits and weaknesses of companies and how they interact in the economy and what consumers are going to think about Alexa spying on you. Like people enjoy that. I, it's just so 
dull to me. I don't care. I have no investment in that, you know? Well, you are aware that there are people at Amazon Industries that sit, sit around a, like a listening device and listen to all of our conversations and record them. You're yeah. aware that that happens, right? I know. And, well, I was trying to do that for our podcast so that we wouldn't have to record it ourselves. But we could just get the, the recording that they already have because they're always listening. Mm-hmm. But, but they didn't they want to give it away. No. No. That's insane. No, I, I say that jokingly, but at a family gathering on Easter, my grandfather said that unironically. So, um, okay, he's not far off because Amazon does um, record and store everything you say to Alexa. It's true. Um, and there have been instances of it being accidentally turned on. And then it like will send private conversations to people, but they're very yeah. few far between. Um, That's the thing though is they're using it for like cookies and stuff, but you sign that agreement and like yeah. you should know that when you buy it. But it's not like my – I have family members who think that Amazon does that and like, oh, good. We have this useful information. We'll send it to the government because for some reason the government would care about what you order on Amazon no, they're very hesitant to give to the government. They they force the government to have warrants in order to access the information. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I just remember when uh, the Amazon guy – no, it was some guy I think in Amazon or something. Mm-hmm. But he had to go in front of like Congress and they were doing like a hearing to decide if like they had – overset their bounds or something some of these congressmen were asking just the dumbest <laughs> questions it, it was yeah, like yeah. it makes me embarrassed it's the same with the facebook in, thing in the yeah. american voting system yeah for sure well they were like talking like hey well they were like so when someone tell me why when i go and search in google it has like recommended stuff and every time i type in trump the next phrase that comes up first is idiot and he's like, well, I don't work for Google. <laughs> and um, But also that's just like what is like most searched. And like, yeah. I think they're trying to prime us to believe that Trump's an idiot. And he's like, again, I don't work for Google. But also that's just like how the search engine works is like the most yeah. commonly searched item. And like, well, I don't, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't agree with you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, Oh, okay. It's like I don't, I don't know, to I know. Tell you if you just don't agree with what's factual. <laughs> Good times, but man. Back to the Alexa thing. Like, it would make me uncomfortable to know that the personal conversations I have in my home might be in a storage facility somewhere, like just yeah. sitting there. You know. So, like, I, I don't know. I would. I get, get that, but I also but... like if your conversations are that, like, like sure, some of them are private, and like you also want to keep that private. <laughs> but if you're that worried about it i'm kind of like well what are you what are you hiding that's no, so, no i agree that's and, so, and <laughs> like you're born to keep secret when you make that argument it's like yeah i agree like i have nothing to hide but like you know but if you you're think, talking like, like if you're talking you to, your wife, talk to your wife you know like what just happened what are we are totally in sandwich sad... oh. oh yes anyway no Skin is large organ as body. Oh, dang. I thought we were gonna say it. Nacho chips. Nutella is a great thing to cover all this over your entire body. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What are you saying? Um, Alexa. Right, but if Alexa's monitoring your conversation, like with your family members and stuff, it's a little weird. And then you're like, yeah. some of it seems unnecessary. Like if you're like, hey, order me this. 
I can get where you want to store that, but some of it, like, just monitoring conversation does seem a little weird. But I don't know. I don't own one, so I'm not like... My skin's not the game where I can just be like, yeah, whatever, right. I don't care. The so. convenience of make a shopping list for me is not worth the... I might have conversations stored in a databank somewhere, sure. so... For sure. I don't really see the point of Alexa, honestly. It's yeah. just kind of like... Just write it down or just go on your phone because I feel like I it's not that hard. I know. Or even just like playing music, just like connect to a speaker and play music to me. Yep. <laughs> My parents have one and I'm like, what do you actually use that for that often? Same, same. My parents have one and it's only, it's, and it's only ever like play the Amarillo by Morning by George Strait on his 1987 album. <laughs> no, no. Play am and it's just they say it like four times because exactly. they can't register. That's why you just use your phone. Yeah. Instead of yeah. saying, "Hey Alexa, play Mo Bamba by Sheck West." <laughs> clean version. <laughs> no, Alexa, no, clean, clean version. Clean version. <laughs> Mister Clean was uh, a figure created in nineteen. <laughs> or saying, "Hey Google, play Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City." At this point, I'm just trying to get people's different objects to start playing at inconvenient times. But oh know. man. Anyway, how's life been besides the Amazon presentation? Oh yeah, um, it's been pretty good. I'm busy at the moment. I just started a paper that's due on Friday. Um, about um, it's in it's in my Christian ethics class, and it was kind of really vague. Basically gave us like 40 pages of reading and said, write about something in that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is really hard to do because I don't know really what you want me to do. But anyway, um, I essentially got into or I'm going into the realm of like the Christian ethical view on government and like the church like authority of the church, authority of government, um, authority of Christ, authority of government, like um, that whole thing. So it's, I'm actually got super into it. Um, and like banked out 500 words in like 30 minutes, but feel good. So if you're listening right now, I want you to go ahead and just shoot us a text or DM or something and tell me when during that last sentence you zoned out, because I will tell you that I zoned out after ethics. So if you also zoned out, go ahead and let me know, because um, I missed all of that past the word ethics. So uh-huh. Sounds great, though. So, um, And that would be because you're learn- you learned in men and masculinities the right thing for a man to do is to zone out when intelligent things are being said, because all he cares yeah. about is meat and hunting and procreate. Yeah, you get it. Okay. Yeah, so, anyway, my man in Asking class was canceled today because oh. my teacher is a genius, really. I might have talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it again because it is probably one of the smartest things a teacher could do. So, uh, she does this group project that every person must be in a group and do a group project where um, we're assigned a chapter of the book and we have to present in front of the entire class that chapter as if we're teaching that chapter and in essence she grades us on the presentation (laughs) of how we teach this chapter (laughs) and then we also write like test questions over our chapter so then she uses the test questions and makes the test 
and then also uses that to have the teaching. So she doesn't actually do anything, really, besides just sit there and grade us on how good of a job we do teaching. Oh, it's actually and, genius. And am I a teacher? No. So if I suck, you know, too bad for me because I should have been a teacher, I guess. Because, <laughs> yeah, but also the people that are teaching us are telling us things that aren't necessarily true. You Ooh. know, we could just be screwed. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I love how smart she is, but also well, it's infuriating because it's like you're the teacher. Yeah. Do your job as a teacher. But well, I, respect I think it. it's, it's, it's incredibly um, impressive because a teacher spends a lot of time out of class preparing for what they're teaching, right? And then they also spend a lot of time out of class grading papers and stuff mm-hmm. that you do throughout the year. And then whatever the final is. But she's yeah. essentially cut this down to she doesn't prepare anything for class. Exactly. She doesn't grade outside of class. Mm-hmm. She grades in class while other people are teaching and doesn't even have to make the test. That is genius, man. Oh, it really is a foolproof plan. Um, and I plan on giving her a really great review post uh, post the year when I get to give a review. Um, so I respect her and I respect that talent she has for basically avoiding all of the work that she has to do. That is so impressive. Yeah, right? Here's a question. Do you think if a man was teaching a feminist <laughs> class that he, that would be allowed? <laughs> See, what's funny is, and this is not me being a sexist, Yeah. this class, I had a friend who took it, yeah. and she had a male teacher, and it okay. sounded fascinating. I read through like her notes and stuff, and... For men and masculinities. Yes, for men and yeah. masculinities. And there was like all these like projects, not projects, but like he'd give like handouts and stuff where you can like evaluate stuff in your life. And like mm-hmm. that's why I was like interested in the, in the class. Right. However, I unfortunately was not placed with this professor upon taking this class, which was kind of one of the main reasons I took it was I wanted to like take the class because I knew that he was going to be a really good professor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so – yeah, now knowing that I have this professor, and I, she's a nice woman, um, I I, just, I feel like I just haven't really like gotten much out of it. Besides, like I know I've learned some stuff, but kind of a lot of it is like repetitive, and I've made like and so like you learn that in the first you know chapter, and then you're like, mm-hmm. all right, we've covered this for like months, and we're still arguing about it. Like, <laughs> let's just move on. Really, um, but. I don't know, like some of this, like I would have liked to go deeper with some of this stuff, and I feel like we have not done that. And the teacher that I wanted would have done that, but that sucks. Yeah, and that, that do doesn't again? seem to really be a male or female. Oh, it's bias really or anything. It's, it's nothing. Just, like, it's, it's just style. a teacher. Yeah. Just, I think is just not very good. Yeah, yeah. Because she's not teaching the class, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, we do this thing where every day we'll do like current events, so you can get extra credit by like sitting in a current event and then we'll talk about it for a little bit um and i figured what she meant by that was we should send in current events that are like relevant to like men and masculinities people just send in like random things we'll just like vote on like whether or not we should talk about it sometimes we just talk about stuff that's like completely unrelated and it's like okay (laughs) like what's the point of dedicating 50 minutes of this class to that like what is the point of that that's ridiculous yeah, it's incredibly strange. <laughs> well, that's another brilliant way of not having to know the material. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's it's very strange. It just feels like to me like this class has just been like, yeah, all right. I just feel like 
what a what a what a way to spend my money is yeah. doing this. But yeah. I don't know. Some of the stuff is good, but mm. what can you do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, who who's Somebody. to say really? I do think it's funny though. Going back to you said you like you have a paper due on Friday and you've already started it. Knocked mm-hmm. out five hundred words. I had uh, I have two papers due this week. One was due on Tuesday. Started that about seven o'clock on Monday night. How uh, many words? It was like three pages, but it was all research based, and uh, I started to do all of that. And no, oh gosh, either. Uh, actually. I guess no one's going to figure this out. Well, I'll just say, yeah. I was supposed to go to the Cedric County's... Right. No, <laughs> I was going to ask you about this. One of the zoos around here uh, to do some research. And I found out Monday it was due the next day. so And I had no time to go to the zoo, so I did not go to the zoo. So <laughs> the research I did was not zoo-relevant. But, um, you know, sometimes it's just how life goes. And you got to... You know, just adjust. So Did that's you, what I'm uh, saying is your preparation is incredibly different than mine. <laughs> and then also I have a paper due tomorrow that's also like for the same class, but like the lab of it. It's all research based, like six pages, zero research done, none of the paper done. Um, thankfully, I'm a little bit more available today, but uh, I'm our lifestyles are incredibly different with how we handle <laughs> <laughs> responsibility with papers and such. Yeah. I think I genuinely don't think it's because one of us is more responsible than the other. I think it's because, although it is true, I, it's, that's clear. But yeah, no <laughs> um, I genuinely think it's just the mind's ability to be comfortable in procrastination. Like mm-hmm. for me, Monday rolls around, the papers do Friday, and it becomes suddenly the thing I can't stop thinking about at all. Like I am. Even when I'm procrastinating about it, I'm just like always thinking, crap, I have this paper due on Friday. I need to start. I need to do it. I need to do it or else I'm going to like – because that late night rush is the worst thing for me. Uh, Never I just been the don't case do for me. Well. Never so been can a do it well. situation. And so that's why it works differently. It's not because I'm more responsible. I think we probably procrastinate an equal amount. But like I just – my I can't be comfortable in waiting on something like that. Um See, I find myself most comfortable when I'm procrastinating. It's more like a reward. Like, you know what? You did good. You you procrastinated. You deserve yeah. to watch The Office again. <laughs> you have to finish the sure. whole show before you can start. It's not like, what's the, my thing right now is why even watch The Office? Because I know every scene in my head. So yeah. I can just play it in my head and, and you know, not yeah. have to watch it. But right. I, I still do. So. I know. Me too. I was watching it just before this. Wow, good for you, man. Actually, I haven't seen it in forever, but yeah. everything is just ingrained in my memory, so. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so that's so, life right now. Mm. What else can I we guess, talk about? I don't know. I'd love to. I don't know. I don't really have anything else to talk about. We're recording this early, so we had to yeah. figure out some, some timing-wise. So we're kind of recording... A couple of days right after recorded one. I guess we yeah. recorded two days ago. Yeah. But not much has happened in my life since then, besides mm. writing a paper and rushing around. But Same. Uh, wow, I'm really blanking. I can't even improv at the moment. Wow, that's embarrassing. I know. Anyway, how, you I'm know, so good at improv. What is one thing 
that you want to do this summer since you're back in America to celebrate your American citizenship? What's mm. one thing you want to do? Probably get my wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually doing that? I think I might have to do that this summer. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's I know. so funny. <laughs> um. <laughs> what an iconic American staple, getting your wisdom teeth getting out. Getting your dude. wisdom teeth out. Um, I really want to work at the cemetery again. Um, and I think I'll have the opportunity to do that um, at the end of August and September. Because um, I just really love that job, man. Like, I miss I it. Um, I never so I worked kept... there, but I, I heard it was great. Mm. All my friends did. Yeah, right. But I was always just sitting around on my butt doing nothing. So. <laughs> my dream summer. No, you had like 40 camps last summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Every summer, I'm literally in town for like two weeks, which is <laughs> kind of annoying, but it's so fun. Yeah. Good summers. Um, I want to do that. Uh, definitely want to eat Chipotle as soon as possible. Um, Are you gonna think, go? What do you, What do you think your time will be from airport to Chipotle? Well, last time uh, I landed at like ten something, and so it had already closed. But gosh, I knew that gosh, it would be closed when I landed, so I texted Paul and had him buy it for me, and he brought it. That's to the amazing. <laughs> that's a, that's 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 a great great way to get Chipotle. That's a great Thank story. You. Thank you. What, what a transition from Scotland mm-hmm. to America, right? See, for me, that's that's how you know you traveled is when you know that you need Chipotle that bad. Yeah. I haven't yeah. actually had Chipotle in like a couple of weeks. Dang, bruv. Oh my gosh. I kind of feel sick now. <laughs> like, just thinking bro. about eating all that? <laughs> just like withdrawal, you know? It's just like, <laughs> I need it so bad. I'm sorry I brought it up. God, man. Um, and, okay, I actually thought of something the other day that I kind of want to do. Um, I want to go out to colorado by myself for a weekend and hike mm. and i was like i don't know i like being by myself i miss colorado like that sounds like a fun thing to do so I might okay do see here's where i see the premise but for me personally probably would never do that because i like to be alone yeah it, actually i used to never want to be alone yeah. um just because i i just wouldn't be bored just be, eh. mm-hmm. but uh i think this year I've just been like, anytime I can get alone time, I'm like, I'm hopping right on that. Yeah. And I've noticed, and that's been more the second semester than the first semester, still transitioning kind of into that. Yeah. But now it's like, especially weekdays, I've noticed too. What's something I've tried to do lately is get yeah. eight hours of sleep every night. And this is going to sound so stupid, <laughs> but to me, this is like revolutionary. Because in, in middle school, I mean, I was sleeping nine hours a night. High school... Okay. Freshman year kind of was in between, sophomore mm-hmm. year in between. Junior year, senior year, I was getting six at a good night, much less most other nights. Um, and then this, I was getting like four a lot of times this year. <laughs> on like a good night was four. Dang. Because um, I would just be doing stupid stuff, right? Put yeah. off my homework or yeah. Uh, plus, you know, I'm busy, and so I'm like, oh well, then I'll just do this, and this, and try to cram all this stuff in. And now it's like, it has been, like the last two weeks I've been trying to get eight hours of sleep. It is unbelievable how much my mood has changed. My mind just feels so much more clear. And eight, hour, eight hours for a lot of people isn't that much. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like I slept Night and day. Literally. But, um, but like, I wake up and I'm not just angry at being awake 
I mean, I'm still like <laughs> at least slightly angry, but not to the point where I'm like. You should have just left it at angry. I wake up and I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm not angry. And this yeah. is the first time I've ever not been angry. <laughs> I'm not filled with just this unbridling rage every morning. My muscles are not <laughs> just world. slowly clenching and unclenching throughout the entirety of the day because I hate being alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like more patient, which is mm. weird too. No, but even just like, I just feel like so much more awake to the world pun intended but like i feel like i'm not just like like headphones on like just like get through the the next thing like yeah yeah Yeah. it's so unbelievably weird how much sleep affects physical health mental health emotional health it's insane yeah your attitude is just completely different yeah um it's it's crazy. I don't know why I started talking about this. It's weird that I, there's no like scientific studies to prove that, you know? Like weirdly enough, that says getting <laughs> there's eight hours no of sleep. warning before <laughs> this that I should be doing that because I totally would have if I would have known, but I didn't. So I love how blame society. <laughs> I love how uh, caravantly people just throw around scientific study as well. Like <laughs> I know. you know, there have been I'm many scientific studies so that have proven. <laughs> That uh, that breakfast is the most important meal today. Oh well, did you look up who funded those scientific studies? Kellogg. Yeah, seriously. What, you know what's <laughs> crazy though is doing all this research for dieting and health and stuff. Yeah. I do hate myself. Yes, that is the answer <laughs> to that question. Um, it, intermittent fasting is like one of the healthiest things you can do, and a lot of times when you intermittent fast, you skip breakfast. So I don't usually eat till no. two o'clock p.m. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't need breakfast anymore. And like that was like what I learned growing up was breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And you should never skip breakfast. And I never would eat breakfast. And I would always give like people like, oh, you need to have breakfast. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, well, what's the point of having breakfast if intermittent yep. fasting is so helpful? Yep. It's it's crazy how much my life has changed since keto. That's why I wanted to bring it back to dieting. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I had to do that though. Oh man. Um, no, it does crack me up how much people say scientific studies. Um, oh, dude, you want to know what's the, one of the best feelings in the world? What is that? Laying down on your bed after you've washed your sheets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. put them on, and they're, like, perfectly tight around the mattress, and they're, they're like, perfectly square, and, oh, that has got to be one of the best feelings in the world. It is really a good feeling. So is eating Chipotle when you get off the airport. I don't know how we got <laughs> I was trying to connect the dots. So I'm like, where did I get? Because I don't even know how I got from Chipotle to sleeping. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. That was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, well, we were talking about Colorado. Yeah. Because you said you wanted to go by yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, I was talking about being independent. That's Sorry. Right. Those who are listening, that sure was so annoying but because i was i was wanting to get back to that because what i was saying was i like being independent now but when i go on like a trip i still view that as like something that would bore me if i were just like do that by myself because i'm like yeah if i wanted alone time i can just do that but like a trip like that i see such like a time just be like hanging out with Mm -hmm. like friends yeah so i feel like i'd be bored if i was just like hiking by myself yeah. You know, but if you just the same thing as like if I was skiing by myself, I'd be like, it's kind of boring. 
Yeah, see, skiing is different. I I view that very much as I, I mean maybe one day of skiing by myself I would really enjoy. Um, yeah. But uh, but I feel like hiking and camping is a different thing, and may, I I'm surely I surely will get bored if I go for like three days in total yeah. or something like that. But um, I just kind of want to try it. I've never done mm-hmm. anything like that before. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if it's a good experience or not. I totally see the premise just for me i'm just like i don't think i would enjoy that as much as you would right that's i don't know that would be kind of nice though Mm. Hmm. who Mm. knows really who's to say actually camping by yourself would be kind of fun plus with how much i've just talked to people in britain about how great american road trips are because to them the concept of driving three hours is like I yeah. couldn't do that. Undoable. Because they never me. take road trips. Yeah, they're like, Dang. yeah. If I drove eight hours, I would be in London. I'm like, yeah. Um, Dang. Yeah, they never take road trips, and so I'm always hyping road trips up, and like, ah, I love them. But yeah, it's so pretty I crazy. Not, I used to not like them because I'd always do it with my family, and mm-hmm. once you're with your family <laughs> that long, you're like, yeah, this isn't worth the trip at all. We should go back. <laughs> How long has it been? Dear God, thirty minutes. <laughs> but. Uh, taking it with your friends is pretty enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Though I will say, though, you get to the point where you're like, "All right, <laughs> let's get home." Okay, let's not talk to each other for a week. Remember, now. <laughs> remember driving back from uh, wherever we had been, and I was allowed some to drive, and I was hitting. Unless the, I don't want the cop. Well, Amazon's listening, so Amazon turn <laughs> off, stop recording. Uh, I was driving very much over the speed limit because I was yeah. like. I don't even going to say because, you know, yeah. statute of limitations surely would count for speeding. Um, <laughs> but I was going so fast. Cause I'm like, if I don't get out of this car, I'm going to lock them in there, saran wrap it shut and burn them to the ground in the car and not feel any remorse about it because I just want to yeah. get away. And that was the point, too, where I'm like, I could have gone <laughs> by myself <laughs> to Colorado for a month and not talked to any of my friends and been totally fine. <laughs> Oh, I know what you're on about, man. And I think it was funny because Hillard and Caleb quarreled so much because they are the most opposite personalities in the world. Yeah, their personalities are so... And there's and both of them have combative person. Well, okay. Hillard has a combative personality, but Caleb's mm-hmm. super passive-aggressive. Yes. I say that to them both lovingly. Yeah, of course. But they both... So they handle their conflict in completely different ways, but they <laughs> conflict about everything and they yeah. were driving me crazy yeah, yeah, and then yeah. hillard i love him to death makes a billion comments when you're driving and you're just like <laughs> shut up for once in your life oh my gosh if All anyone's right, ever right. gone to with their friends they know how annoying it can be to it's just have true, someone comment it's a true test of friendship it really yeah. is um i'm surprised yeah I, okay i want to hear what i did total honesty hour what was annoying about me on the road trip? Um, I got one. <laughs> Let's hear it. Bring it on. Oh, I've talked about this for so long. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never be able to come up with one. You would play an entire album of something yeah. Yeah. that only you specifically would like. <laughs> so it would be like the three of us are sitting there and we're like, holy crap, this is an hour and a half long album, it feels like. And only you would like it. But I'm so sorry. There's nothing you can do in the situation so because sorry. you're on Oxford. <laughs> 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 it's, 
funny because you can't really you can't say hey dude change it up because you're an ox so it's your right, right. to play whatever you want yeah. but that, remember it's not, it wasn't the most annoying thing and surely not annoying compared to some of the other things we dealt with but remember one time i was driving after a very long day and you were yeah. playing like a super long pink floyd album or something and i'm driving and i'm <laughs> I'm going to either fall asleep <laughs> or just snap because I'm tired of hearing <laughs> for like an hour and a half. Oh, I'm going to stop the road and do a barrel roll on purpose to see if we'll, if, the, if radio will die. I've, I'm, I'm apologizing for past Sam because he didn't really learn at that point in time that you can't project that much onto people. <laughs> See, the thing about Oxcore that a lot of people don't understand, and and I'm not claiming to be an expert, but you have to play for mass appeal. And it sucks when you're listening because you're like, oh, dude, I I don't want to listen to this song. But the Oxcore guy has a big responsibility on his shoulders where you have to play where you're pleasing every single person in the car, at least to the point of acceptance. Yeah. Because there's like certain levels of like, "This this is where I'm feeling is the highest, and this is a great song. And keep these good emotions going. Yeah. Then there's a lowest, just like change the song. And then there's a medium point that's like this is good, yeah. not great. And there's yeah. like that. There's like a bar that's lower than that, where is the acceptance where I'll accept it for what yeah. it is and not complain. And then once you get to the point where we're complaining, where then everyone gets frustrated because the Oscorp player is like, okay, screw you for trying to make me change the music. Yeah. But the people in the like screw this guy for playing this terrible song. <laughs> so you've got this huge continuum. Oh, I'd yeah. love to draw it up for you guys sometime. Um, that's, but a, that's a whole PhD study in itself right that's there. That's what you should have done presentation on. It's the, the psychological... Di- no, this is right up your alley, man. The psychological that's dynamics true. of Oxcord responsibility. That's a very great idea. I should do a presentation about that. should. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget how much we listened to Favorite song by Chance. Oh my gosh, we and, listened, we we had great bangers on that trip. And oh, what was it? What's it called? Um, okay, recommendation time of the week. <laughs> Go on SoundCloud. Favorite song by Chance the Rapper featuring Childish Gambino. Yeah. NSFW warning, real quick. But you know, we yeah, all have our moments. But then also, Panic at the Disco. Yes. As an absolute banger, titled "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies." And let me tell you, it so much. we blasted that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> hated it every single time. <laughs> it was funny every single time. Look, I won't claim to think it's the best written song of all time. I just have good memories associated with like liking that song. <laughs> but it's so funny how much Hillard hated it. Also, another recommendation, Love the Way You Lie, part one and two, Eminem oh, yeah. and Rihanna. Oh, yeah. My king and queen. Don't really like either of them that much as artists, but those two songs are absolutely amazing. And Hillard hates both Eminem, but also like, does not like that song that much either. So we get joy instead of you know torturing our friend. But. Of course, and that's the other flip side of the Oxcord responsibility is playing a song that someone hates so much that everyone else loves it a thousand times more, and that that's, is important exactly. to that's capitalize a good point. on. It's important to have those moments where you can gang up on a certain member without, <laughs> without turning away though the goodwill between all four of you because right. if we if we would have played those songs a few more times we probably would have lost the goodwill of Hillary yes, and he would have turned to the point of angst but yeah. we got to the point where it was 
everyone's like, you can change it up and surprise them, and he'd be laughing. Yeah. See, this is such See, a psychological thing. If here. they're still complaining about the song, you're still in the goodwill. But if they just stop saying anything, yes. that's when you've lost it. Let me give you a psychological warning. If someone just completely stops talking and looks out the window <laughs> without smiling during a song, you know that you've lost them. Or <laughs> playing Marvin's Room by Drake, and then you've really grabbed their attention, and now they're really sad. So let me give you a tip. If you're really sad, listen to Marvin's Room by Drake. It's just it's, it's just not a good song. I just don't like it. But it's funny for me p- potential. So yeah. What was that um, Andy quote from Parks and Rec where he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh, just watching this, actually, yeah. Yeah, um, but somebody transferred it um, as a meme. And it was like, so I watched, the first time I watched Attack of the Clones, not a good <laughs> movie. Second time I watched Attack of the Clones, it was a little bit better, still not great. Then the third, fourth, fifth, sixth times I watched it, I realized... It's just not a good movie. It's just, it's just, it's just not. not a good movie. <laughs> that is such a good line. That is such a good line. I love that. I watched that in person the other day, and I was dying laughing. <laughs> what movie is he talking about? I think it's Entourage, or like the set, the sequel to Entourage or something. I haven't seen... Expendables 2, is that it? Oh, no, it's Expendables 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entourage is something completely different, I think. I don't know what that is. Entourage. 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 Yeah, it's like Expendables 2. He's like, yeah, I watched Expendables 2 first time. Just, I just did not like it. Second time, a little better. Still not good. Third time, surprised myself, actually didn't mind it. Yeah. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time? It's just not a good movie. It's just really not. <laughs> Well, that line is genius for so many reasons, and I'm yeah. not going to explain it. Explaining jokes isn't funny, but it's just perfect. So, what I will explain though is the tendency of our friend group and me and my brother to say a quote from something, and then everyone else will immediately repeat it. Yeah, and then every Absolutely. time it's repeated, we all laugh more. I know, and I, I don't think most people do that. And it does, so, it seems very strange when when other people witness it. It's very, very weird. I think. Yeah. It's like we're all trying to do our impression of it, and we each think the other person's is funnier. And what cracks just the same thing, right? What cracks me up is when someone will repeat it, but know that the first person said a word wrong or a part of a line <laughs> wrong, a and they'll say it. They'll make a little change, and it's kind of like a low key alpha power move. Like, oh, we like got it you, wrong, so I'm going to say it again for everyone. The right so, way. It's, it's so funny the way you said it, but I'm just going to tell you, like, you did such a little thing. It was totally just like not right, messing the entire line. But like, let me change it for you. <laughs> it's such a power move. That is subtle Trinity power moves right there. That's <laughs> yes, absolutely one thing that I noticed too. And if I don't know, other people might do this too. But someone said one time, like our high school, a hundred percent just loiters places. Yes. Like after a movie, we just stand there and talk for like thirty minutes at the movie theater. It's like we can yeah. just go somewhere else and talk about it. We do that everywhere we go, like any type yeah. of event. It may be just our friend group or something, but we would always just sit there and loiter places. I it's think like, it dude, stems we can from- just go somewhere and yeah. talk. I think part of it stems from how um, bad we are at actually deciding things. Like, oh, I am the, I am the worst. Yeah, at all deciding. four of us were so bad because yeah, terrible. I think out of all of us, Hillard would always be the most opinionated on what we should do. Exactly. But, but if any of us felt any hesitation to do what he was suggesting, 
They would. They would it's not always, be. It would be like, eh, yeah, maybe. It's always but, non-committals, right? For sure. Right. And we would never propose something else. Oh. No. Oh, Which God. is annoying too, because one of my biggest things when someone shoots something down, but then it's just like to figure out something else, like just like actually add yeah. something else yes. to like. Yes. I, I do it all the time. I think it's why it annoys me. Is like yeah. I'll just be like, no, that's stupid, and I'm like, well, I didn't help at all, so I should have at least offered to like give another solution yeah. or something. Um, I think part of it was that Wichita is one of the most boring places in the world. Yeah, um, when you're in high I, school. I like Wichita, I it, yeah, in high school it's super hard, especially too when you're with like not strict parents, but like parents who like don't let you just do whatever you want. So you had to like plan ahead and like do all this stuff. And it was difficult, but also if you're listening and you're just like, why are you guys talking about your friend group for 20 minutes and the intricacies and the psychology behind it? Cause we have nothing else to talk about. So deal with it. Listener. And you can either (laughs) relate or not relate, but either way, it's it's pretty relatable uh, though. It's pretty relatable. People who just like, and I've been American thing too. Yeah. Of like, because I, I wonder if is that the way it is in Scotland, where it's just like we'll just sit around and do nothing rather than try to make a decision. Because that's how it is, literally. It's literally like we'll sit around yeah. and talk about nothing and do nothing at some yes. random place, then go and like go get food or go and go to somebody's house because no one's comfortable enough to be like, well, let's do this then. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it really happens here, but that might stem from the fact that I am not as close of friends with people here, and I don't just hang out with people. You know what I'm saying? What you're saying is you don't ever hang out with people. No, like in in <laughs> three simple words, I don't have friends. That's okay, four that words. was four. But, <laughs> but also, yeah, okay, sounds good. Cool. I don't, I don't friends. Um, no, but I think like when we were doing that, that was because like we all just liked each other so much that we would just spend a lot of time together. Um. But here, like, whenever I'm hanging out with people, it's we're hanging out at an event or at somebody's house. Yeah, we were comfortable enough where we could sit somewhere or stand somewhere and talk and just, like, be like, we could talk and, like, lose track of time, just sit there and talk. Yeah. But it's, Which was honestly yeah, fun. Yeah, it's just better to go somewhere, in my opinion, and actually do something. Yeah. Or, like, or just, because sometimes we'll just stand there talking. It's like, that's yeah. just if we're gonna talk for an hour and a half, let's just go sit somewhere, or go yeah. somewhere else. Instead of yeah. this random movie theater where it's super loud and stuff. But you know, what can you do? What can you do? So, um, what else, dude? Who knows? This is fun to hear two people talk about the fact that they don't know what they're gonna talk about on exactly. a platform where they're meant to talk the whole time. Exactly. That's no, why we so, should make a movie, man. We should, we should totally make a movie. Ugh. Well, you wrote that script and sent it to me, and I said, "Yeah, we should make it." Yeah, I just—I think I got nervous at the last second. Hmm. Would you like anyway. to tell the audience the the general gist of the script? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So it's your typical caterpillar turned butterfly story, except this caterpillar is turning into a moth. And, oh, uh, bummer. But he was told his whole life, and he, since he was raised by butterfly caterpillars, because he was left um, at birth by his moth mother, mm-hmm. which is interesting because she didn't want him to grow up knowing he was a moth. Okay. But instead, when he's released from his cocoon, yeah, he has to learn the hard way that he's a moth. Dang. So it's your typical story of. 
you know, you're hitting the top and then you, you sink to the very low. As you know, that typical rags to riches, but riches to rags. Yeah. And then back to riches as he learns to adapt and grow in his new lifestyle and accept mm-hmm. who he is and the positive changes that he went through, even though what it seems like was a negative change. So overall, um, it's, ju- it's your typical. I would compare it, if I were going to compare it to a movie, probably probably uh have you seen that movie where vin diesel is like a tooth fairy no that's the rock the rock's like a tooth fairy fairy. yeah 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 yeah. it's pretty similar to that in tone and feeling good i'm sure that i'll get the rock to voice the moth if not that'll be easy yeah Um, yeah for sure both of those guys are they really don't care what they make movie wise so yeah they're more in the business of just making the movies Mm. so that's cool. That's interesting because I was thinking like it'd be really interesting. You know how like conflict is one of the main things that's in every movie, mm-hmm. kind of the general thing of, of a story. I thought it'd be really cool to kind of challenge that whole ideal and make a movie that has no conflict at all. I, no, what's weird is I have not ironically thought about that, <laughs> but like it would be interesting to see one movie where like it's literally just you – you don't have any conflict and to see how that would be received by fans. Not really fan, but like for see how oh, that like like audience. Yeah. I like think just literally no conflict and just kind of like, it just happens, but mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, but it'd be like, cause I feel like it, the, I feel like what would happen is it'd be like people, there'd be people who would be like, this is stupid. There's nothing that goes on in this movie. And then there'd be people that'd be like, this is an artistic expression of the way that movies have been changed and gone through all this yeah. and how Americans have gone through this. Like, I think it'd be interesting to see the different reactions to that. No, that's true. Um, I don't think it would be a good movie. Um, because I, don't think, I mean, there's no, there's no premise and there's no, like, right. something to draw you in. There's no conflict. So Right, right, right. And it's either only happy or only sad. And if you don't have good character development, which requires conflict, then you don't get close with characters and doesn't work but exactly that's funny that you've unironically thought about that i weirdly it would definitely think, be interesting to see i think yeah i think it'd be interesting. it would just i feel like it'd be super boring though and there'd just yeah. be nothing to latch yeah. on to yeah. for for totally for shizzle for totally my dog mm-hmm. no i don't know i just you know i just you know i just have like scripts going on in my head all the time it's just like course, oh yeah. like what could i do with this you know mm-hmm. yeah you're yeah. a writer, man. You're going to be the next person. Oh, God, film. I am a writer. If I'm one thing, it's a writer. Yeah, that's so true. It's so For true. For sure. Mm. No, I don't know. But who knows? Just, who's to say, really? Not me. Well, we're at about 46 minutes, my friend. 47 minutes, so. Not too bad. Start wrapping it up. Yeah. Um, and by wrapping up, I mean my Christmas present, which you bought, right? For sure, for sure. I also bought your uh, birthday gift, which is coming up. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil what it is, but yeah, it is a thousand dollars of intricate antique replica golden coins from the Incan times. Oh my gosh! How did you know? So it has an it technically has no monetary value, right? But it does have like symbolic value. Oh my goodness! How did you know? I love the Incas. I, I just knew, you know, I just knew. That's just intuition. So awesome, dude. It is intuition. You're right. Wow. 
I am, I am just floored. Like, oh, ooh, we should end this now. Yeah, I thought it was gonna go well, and that happened, and I was just kind of yeah. like, "Where's Sim going with this?" It was kind of like your intro, where yeah, I was like, "What's no, really?" I think I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> Maybe. Here's the thing. At this point, is anyone still there? Um, other than Brad, no. Brad, you're my man, but I feel like at this point I can say anything with little or no consequences. Yeah. So, do you want to say anything that, that you could do that you could just get out there with little to no consequences? Because there's no one really. Um, I don't like Star Trek. Have you seen the new ones? I feel like the new ones are kind of good. They're okay. They just yeah. they're kind of lukewarm to me. I haven't really seen. I, I haven't only seen like the first one. I think and it was, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Wasn't amazing. Just yeah. Like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. But you know. For me, something that I could say with no consequences, mm-hmm. um, I definitely go to class most days now and um, ser- search through Reddit for most of it and never listen. So, um, dude, there are some crazy things. I follow a, a Reddit which you also have seen. Yeah, I think it's called "Would I Be the Jerk?" Okay, I might have changed some <laughs> of the lines there, but there is some stuff on there. That is insanely funny, and just it's hard not to laugh during class. Wait, wait, wait. something it, random on there. Is that one different than "Am I the Jerk"? No, it's the same one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, we should talk about some of those someday on a podcast. Actually, yeah, we should next. Not today. Next time we time, record. But yeah, we that'd should. be great. Yeah, because there are some that are just like, what on earth? <laughs> like, how does anyone think that's a good idea? Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Reddit in general is great, though. It's pretty insane. It draws you in, though, and it takes forever out of your lifetime, so don't it do it if you have It really takes a while to find really good stuff, but... Yeah, it's true. Once you find it, though, it's definitely worth it. But For sure. I'm also on a Reddit called Thanos Did Nothing Wrong, where people argue about why Thanos was actually right in killing half the population. Spoiler <laughs> alert. So it's pretty fun in there. It's actually that hilarious. Crazy. <laughs> One of the biggest memes that go around right now is like people who are struggling to find in-game tickets for opening weekend now realize why Thanos was right because there's half the population, you know. You get tickets. So That's so Yeah, funny. there's some good strong arguments in there. So Heck yeah. Well, thanks for listening to our pointless drivel this week, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, please don't unfollow us for same using language no one understands. So yeah, appreciate sorry. that. We really do. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. How do you turn this thing off? <laughs>